0: you know, in that awareness, anytime I get triggered now, every time I feel some sort of emotional intensity, instead of just like feeling it and moving on with my day or, or allowing it to consume me, I'm always asking, you know, like, what is this telling me? What does this mean? Cause I think that's that's the only way that, that I can heal and get past this. Cause I do still feel like I get triggered often. Emotions go up and down, but instead of, you know, feeling like the quote unquote victim, because years ago I used to feel like that, right? And if you look at from a human design lens, I have the 59.6, which is... Hey everyone, I'm Rochelle, your host for this podcast. I am a health coach, photographer, highly sensitive, and it took me almost 33 years to find my purpose and passionate life. I've had some ups and downs for sure, and the biggest lesson I've gotten is just to trust yourself. To slow down and really listen and trust your body yourself. And so in this podcast, I'll talk about all of my experiences, my journey, all things health and spirituality, and really just share all of that with you, what's worked, what hasn't, but always remember through it, just take what works and leave what doesn't. We are all unique individuals and not everything is going to work for everybody. Honor and trust yourself. Thank you so much for listening and as always, sending you life. Happy Thursday. Uh, Welcome back to another episode of the Soul Healing Podcast. This week has been unexpected. I had my son this week, so I am recording this, um, and I'm going to edit it and release it all on the same day on Thursday so that I can get this out to you guys on time. So this episode is going to be a little bit about the toxic cycle that we experience in abusive relationships. And, you know, abuse is not only physical it can be mental it can be emotional so depending on your experience you know everyone's trauma is individual and it's real and regardless of whether you you know have experienced it on a physical level or mental emotional it's painful and it you know in in every way and however you're modeled this especially if this is something from childhood this is tends to be how we experience love and how we feel like we should be receiving love and when we don't receive it in a certain way we sometimes feel maybe that the other person doesn't actually care, but that's what the episode's going to be about. I'm first going to go through um, the transits for this week. So we have the the body graph, the design this week is, gonna, is a manifestor. So at, at the time that this is coming out, so that's very much initiating, you know, getting an idea and just like starting it and doing it and having that, the energy of, you know, not wanting to be controlled, not wanting people to get in your way. Um, the head is defined. We are finally out of that 1222, guys. We still have the 22 active, but the emotional solar plexus is no longer defined. So the gate 22 is the only gate that is active. Coming out of the emotional solar plexus, and that is the gate of grace. But the whole, so we might feel like there's some sort of release on our emotions a little bit, depending if you're defined, then you're just gonna go back to normal and maybe lift off some of that intensity. If you're undefined, you may be able to relax a little bit more as well. The sun, uh, remember, the sun is our so the sun and the moon make up 70% of your personality so in your specific chart you can look at that and really embrace and understand that and its shadow sides but as far as the the transit energy this is kind of just the energy that's going on right now the sun is where you're here to shine where you're here to lead so this is going to be you know this energy is like kind of forefront and then the earth energy is going to be you know what's grounding to you and then you have your moon, which is emotional, what nurses you emotionally, but the sun energy is in gate thirty two which is coming out of the spleen, and this is essentially the gate of continuity it's about duration. The shadow side of this is the fear of failure, so the spleen here, this specific gate is about moving up it's about seeing um, you know seeing what's working, seeing um, potential and kind of moving that up because everything in the chart wants to go up to the throat, right? Everything in the chart, all the energy is, is pointing towards the throat and which is manifestation, which is creativity. It's bringing it out into the world. It's using language. So this is really, you know, this gate is kind of seeing that potential, seeing that success, seeing that talent and kind of being able to move that further up, advancing it towards the throat. And so that's kind of what 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 that leadership quality is right now. And then you have Gate Forty Two, which is coming out of the sacral, which is about material things. But that shadow is going to be expectation, so that can be you know prevented or presented as grasping or being flaky. The reactive nature is being flaky, um, but you want to find that detachment in that sense, so that we can see. Um, without that expectation. And expectation is literally the killer of relationships. I've been working really hard lately to release expectations because it really is just something that it causes a lot of disappointment. And it's just, yeah, it's the killer of relationships. It's, it is it uh, is something that we should all learn to let go. And then we have this gate 18, which is in our moon, the driving force. It's what nourishes us emotionally and gate 18 is the gate of correction. It is also coming out of the spleen. So it is going to be about like survival, fear, health, all that stuff. Um, the, it's work, work on what has been spoiled. So this week on the episode, I'm going to be talking about this awareness. You know, I talk a lot about awareness and I think awareness, it is the first step to healing. It is the first step to change. It is the first step to growth, um, awareness, and acceptance of ourself because we spend so much time trying to change ourselves because we don't have the awareness and we don't have the acceptance, right, of who we are. We've had, you know, parents or teachers or friends tell us, you know, something is wrong or we're doing things differently or just, you know, we look to others to, mo- you know, especially as children growing up, you look to others to model. This behavior um, of what you should be, and so we sometimes feel a lot of resistance towards ourselves because we feel like it's you know we're not supposed to to be that way quote unquote. Um, so awareness is really the first step, and then we can really accept. One thing I really work on doing is, especially when I'm feeling emotional or just you know in any when I'm feeling any sort of um, low vibe energy, it's just accepting what is right in. And knowing that it is what it is, it's not good or it's not bad. It's just, it is what it is, right? All these qualities of ourselves, we, we are who we are. And the more you resist it, the more you fail to be able to change it. Um, so just in accepting and allowing it to flow, then we can focus on things, you know, focus on the positive things as opposed to dwelling on the negative things. But what I wanted to talk about, um, something that kind of, I guess, I had an aha moment this past week. But when you are coming from toxic relationships, there's this cycle, this, this toxic relationship cycle, and it begins with tension, um, and then it goes to the, the incident, and then it goes to reconciliation, and then it goes to this calm of the honeymoon phase. And if you've been in a toxic relationship or if you've been through therapy or, or you know anything like that, they always talk about this. And it's this cycle that just continually repeats itself. And so especially when you've been modeled this it, as a child, you know one quote that i want to read from a book that i'm reading it says a distorted imprint is one that includes abuse or disrespect of our freedom for instance we may have been imprinted with the feeling that a father or husband truly cared about us because he controlled us or an alcoholic mother may have entangled us in her emotional needs but showed us she really cared about us too thus drama and entanglement are in a current relationship may feel like closeness and so we often you know if you're in a situation like that it's basically, you know, that, that control or enmeshment or, you know, especially not being able to separate your feelings from someone else. Um, I was listening to uh, a little short lecture yesterday before meditation, but that's what he was talking about was, you know, in life and experiences and going through, you know, um, anything in life, it's, we want to attach to things, right? Because in attaching to things, we can detach from things, but it's when you become entangled and meshed, that's where the problem occurs. And so that's what happens in these toxic relationships because they don't want you to attach and detach They're, They don't want the detachment part, right? And so it becomes entangled in this enmeshed situation and you don't know how to see yourself from the other person, right? It's like when you look at energy from an energetic standpoint, you know, one plus one equals three. That's how it's supposed to work. I have my energy. You have your energy together. We create a new energy, but we still have our separate energies in a toxic relationship in a toxic situation. The partner, the toxic partner, the controlling partner doesn't want you to have your own energy or your own identity, right? It wants it all to be entangled so that it's harder to pull, pull away from. And so when you've been modeled this, when you've been shown this, we take that to be the only way that we can feel love or we can show love, but it's just, it's really, it's not true. Um, And it really takes healing and awareness to know that just because it was modeled one way to us in the past, it doesn't mean it's the right way or it's the only way to be shown love. And I really saw this this past week. I felt myself creating a situation because I realized that there was a certain way I expected, expectations, um, expected to be shown that someone cared for me when that was actually attached to this toxic cycle. So because I wasn't being shown this intensity or with, it or with this tension or, you know, with any sort of fight or makeup or, or any of this like, you know, intense honeymoon phase, then it just, I tend to not feel it that often. And so the awareness of this Um, it's, you know, the last few weeks have been really emotional. I'm at the moment, I'm feeling fine. (laughs) This is like, you know, being emotionally defined, you're always up and down, but, but yeah, I was just aware that I was wanting to be cared for in a certain way and not getting that made me feel uncared for. Um, it made me feel like there was nothing there, but I know that the way I was shown love in the past is not a healthy way of receiving or showing it. And so, yeah, so allowing yourself to have this awareness is where, you know, the self-healing, the journaling, the meditation, especially meditation, I talk about it all the time. I cannot talk about how helpful it is. And, you know, meditation is kind of like a mind trip because you have to push through the uncomfortableness of your ego, like your ego, your body, your mind does not want to sit and allow your higher self to come through. And that's where the struggle comes with meditation. And that's why a lot of people find a lot of resistance to meditation. But with anything, you know, like at the gym, it's like the exercises that you're avoiding doing are the exercises that your body needs. So the things that you find resistance to are the things that your body needs that you need to to do so i found especially you know with my emotions and um i found that meditation has really helped me you know at the beginning of every meditation we we do the i am affirmation right so it's like i am the soul i am a spiritual being of divine intelligence divine love divine power Um, i am one with the higher self i am that i am i am not the body i am not the mind i am not the emotions just being able to take yourself out of that really helps. And so when I feel emotional intensity, I tell, you know, I'll take a moment, I'll pause and I'm just, I will tell myself, I am not the body. I'm not the mind. I'm not the emotions. I am the higher self and that's higher self knows how to, knows how to react or knows how to handle any situation that it's given. We have to remember that, um, you know, like we as human beings on this planet, we are spiritual beings experiencing a human, having a human experience, right? and so we so often forget that and what happens is our body our mind our ego our emotions you know take over and our soul forgets who it is and so that's you know that's the to me personally that's the importance of meditation is really just to remember to have that like 20 30 minutes a day even if you do it for 5 to 10 minutes and have that intention just to remember who you are remember that you are the soul you are a spiritual being having a human experience you know your your soul is here to learn certain lessons so sidetracking there but um apart from that you know it's it's really through all of these tools we can reframe our stories and so i find you know in that awareness anytime i get triggered now every time i feel some sort of emotional intensity instead of just like feeling it and moving on with my day or, or allowing it to consume me i'm always asking you know like what is this telling me what does this mean Cause I think that's, that's the only way that, that I can heal and get past this. Cause I do still feel like I get triggered often. Emotions go up and down, but instead of, you know, feeling like the quote unquote victim, because years ago I used to feel like that. Right. And if you look at from a human design lens, I have the 59, six, which is, which is from the sacral to the emotional solar plexus is my only split. So if you have, you know, when you look at your chart, you'll see the definition and you can, you'll be single, um, split, wide split, triple split or quadruple split. So I'm a wide split, which just means that I have an entire channel missing that would link my energy, link my centers together. So for me, when you have a wide split like that, you take that missing energy and you blame others for it, right? So for me, that's literally the the, the channel for intimacy, right? It's highly sexual and it's and it's all about intimacy. So in relationships in the past, I've always blamed the other, right? You're not giving me what I need. You know, this relationship isn't working because you're not doing this. So it's always this victim mindset, right? And so coming to understand that, you know, this is just something that I don't have. It's nobody's fault. You know, it is what it is. So kind of remembering that. But being able to, yeah, reframe that story and understand, you know, hey, you know, when I'm feeling this way, this is what it's for. You know, it's not, you know, being able to overcome that. And so, you know, doing the work and overcoming my struggles, my patterns, I've come to realize that being in something like healthy and normal, quote unquote, leaves me feeling like I'm not actually wanted or cared for because there is not that intensity. Um, My logical mind knows that it's not true, but my emotional, my body, you know, my mind, when it takes over, leaves me feeling doubt and confusion. And and it's in those times that I think my ego self creates these situations. And so I knew in the process of healing, emotions Can go, I know in the process of healing, emotions can go up and down, especially when you're healing from trauma, because it is very confusing, right? It's, I don't even know how to explain it properly because, you know, one minute you see clearly and you understand, and the next minute you're pulled back and you don't understand, you know, especially when you are not in something toxic. It's confusing. It's very confusing because, you know, you, like I said, you've been modeled something one way, experience it in a different way is uncomfortable. And in that discomfort, sometimes we go back to what's comfortable and then it, that's where, it, you know, the doubt and the confusion, the drama, all of that comes up. So, you know, I, I often find myself just like feeling uncertain about how another person feels and just communicating, communicating this, right. Instead of communicating it, because in the past, if I communicated, I would be gaslighted, um, gaslit, I don't <laughs> uh, you know, but, or made to feel like I was incorrect or, Oh, you know, you're being dramatic or, you know, all these things. So I've learned to not communicate and internalize. So I'm working on that, you know, to communicate and to not internalize things, not to create intensity when it's not necessary, you know, um, people pleasing, avoiding confrontation, which is all part of the tension building phase, right? Like you don't communicate, you just, you know, agree with everything. So again, it's really being aware of the story that you're building. Once you have the awareness. That's what it's all about, right? Awareness. Just having awareness of the things that you're doing, so that you can break this pattern, right? The awareness of the pattern, the cycle, is it's the key to breaking it. And then, in breaking it, you can heal yourself and others around you. You know, this is also where having healthy people around you is so so important. People that can, you know, if they don't necessarily understand, they can at least listen and try and understand where you're coming from, and 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 support you in your growth. You know, so it's so important to bring awareness to these mental beliefs and blocks because it truly affects it so much, you know, and many, like I was reading a book on finances, you know, many people with financial blocks don't need the actual financial steps or tools to fix, fix their money issues. And of course that's important, you know, but the, the core of it is you need to fix your, your mindset, right? And then when you, once you fix your mindset, understanding what your blocks are, what your beliefs are from childhood or whatever it is, then then everything flows, right? A lot of people who have financial blocks, when they figure that out, they start to lose weight. You know, their finances increase. They believe they see their worth and their value and they they can charge accordingly. You know, like a lot of people hang on to weight because they're afraid of something. They believe, like their their subconscious truly believes that the weight is protecting them from something. So maybe as a child, they experienced something traumatic and that trauma stopped when they put on weight and and they felt like they became you know invisible in a sense so in working to heal your mind and your beliefs you can then naturally begin to shed that because you don't your subconscious no longer needs to hold on to it and that's you know everything everything in our life whether perceived positivity or perceived negativity it's all it's all there to protect you you know anger fear you know if you're holding on to weight if you are you know whatever it is it's really there to protect you. That's the purpose of it. And that's why, you know, as a health coach, that's why it's so important to work on what we call primary foods, things like relationships, career, finances, joy, fitness, spirituality and your environment, you know, cause you can focus on diet and you can eat all the best things. But if your primary foods are not right, if your mindset is not right, if you don't believe in yourself, if you don't love yourself, if you are not in service to others, because this, you know, that's another thing. Like I call myself a self-love coach because that's where my focus is. That was my biggest lesson in life. But once you get that base down, it's not all about you, right? So we are all one. We are all connected. So in service to others, you're also in loving others. You're also loving yourself, but it has to be unconditional right? It has to be with no expectation. When you can truly unconditionally love someone else, you're also loving yourself. When there's an expectation or when there's a condition to it, you're only harming yourself. But that's why it's so important to look at these primary foods um, to know what your blocks are. So, you know, awareness really is key. Like really knowing your patterns and your cycles really helps you to break them. The work is not easy but if you want to change you have to start somewhere right and identifying our patterns we can stop it we can change it we can we can you know break that pattern because our patterns are comfortable you know they're what we're used to where, when we're triggered or when things get difficult it's really hard to change that and step into discomfort especially when you're already uncomfortable it takes a lot of intention and it takes a lot and and especially in a trigger it's really hard to think clearly. So even if you don't think clearly in that trigger, still doing the right thing, still making a change, still sitting in that discomfort, like I literally, my mantra is feel the fear and do it anyway. I I write in my journal that and then I also like, I admit I am, in order to change, I am going to be uncomfortable for a while. It's just a fact. So really working to reframe your story take note of the things that your ego and your unconscious mind are telling you, you know, you can give your unconscious, you can give your not self, your inner critic a name, right? And when you hear that voice instead of focusing on it, because energy flows where our attention goes, right? So in trying to fight and resist this part of yourself, give it a name. So, you know, Sally, you know, thank you, Sally, for, for your input. Thank you for your advice. I'm going to do it my way. Or thank you, Sally, for, you know, trying to protect me. I appreciate it, but I don't need you anymore. And just release it you know it's not going to be easy it's going to be uncomfortable it's going to be hard but it's going to be worth it you know and you don't always notice the change right away which is what makes it frustrating but being consistent and being okay with the fact that you're going to be uncomfortable for a while allows you to grow and then one day you're going to look back and just be like wow you know i've come so far so that's my chat on the toxic cycle and healing and trauma again like have grace with yourself do not shame yourself because that's where it started just allowing yourself to accept and heal and have that awareness and get curious question what's going on question what's going on in your mind allow it to flow and that's another part of meditation is observing your thought patterns observing it not engaging in it so hope you all have a wonderful thursday i'm not exactly sure when this is gonna get out i'm gonna try and get it out uh, as close to noon as i can but i will see you all back on here next week